ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, ironoverload.io hardcore episode 24 coming your way steve and them wasta how's it going man good this is a hardcore stack people let's do it so this one we're going to talk about our friend oral trembolone and anavar pre-contest stat so let's look pre-contest whether you're pre-photos whether you're pre-wedding pre-anniversary pre dating um you, you just got single you want to go back to the dating scene um you want to look good you got like a month or two where you're like look i'm gonna get in the best shape of my life this way when i hit the dating scene i'm gonna be confident because women can sense that stuff women can or men you know and look you go on dates with people and you don't have confidence nobody's gonna want to be with you nobody's gonna want to be with someone who's who's you know, got low confidence and doesn't have self-esteem. So, you know, definitely looking good when you look good, when you feel good, you know, you're going to basically attract other people. And it's not just in dating. It's also with friends and, and all kinds of stuff, family and all kinds of stuff. So overall, your, your life becomes better when you look good. So this one, we're going to talk about how to stack Oral Trend and Anavar together into one stack. It's a very strong stack. And it's a yep. stack that you need to do correctly. So if you don't do it correctly, you can end up, you know, in worse shape than you were before. If you don't do it correctly, you'll end up disappointed. You spent all this money on these compounds. Anavar isn't cheap. And you spend all this money and then you get disappointed because you don't look the way you planned on looking. So this is the episode for that. We're going to go over. Both of them, we're going to go over how to stack them. We're going to go over side effects. We're going to go over tips. All right. So let's all, I'll, I'll turn it over to Mobster. Mobster, why don't you tell us a little bit about oral training and our pre-contest and why would two pe why would people choose to do two orals as a pre-contest instead of an injectable? I think Steve and I, we typically agree on certain particular aspects when it comes to pharmaceuticals and performance enhancing drugs. So while I accept what Steve said at the beginning in terms of the wide range of people that would use uh, this particular cycle, if I was doing advice and, and talking to clients on whatever else, my, my preference would be for competing athletes, Steve, whether that's pre-competition as a bodybuilder or using, for example, oral trend as a weightlifter, strength athlete or whatever else. That said, of course, we allow for the simple fact that you're going to make your own choices in that particular regard and you don't have to listen to a damn word I say. So that's that's by the by. I mean, to be perfectly honest, Steve, it, it's it's the same with any athlete. And in fact, one of the subjects that you and I might be able to touch on in the future is the mindset of athletes and the edge. And I actually said, uh, you know, people have been looking for an edge, athletically speaking, since Roman times. So for me, oral training, especially combined with Anavar, is someone male or female, well, not female in the case of trend, but a male athlete 
looking for an edge, someone that wants to take things, in my opinion, to the oomph degree and is willing to ignore the side effects, which we'll get into, of course, and say, Do you know what, I'm looking, especially when it comes to competition, I'm looking for an edge. I'm looking to be the man on stage with my eye on the prize. And it's going to come down to how dry, how strong, how ripped, how competitive I am. And that's the mindset that you're dealing with when you're talking about top athletes. That's what you're looking at when you're talking about pre-competition. And that's what you're kind of thinking, right, is this going to be the thing that produces that shine, that competition polish? Because that's how it, that's how any of these cycles are. Sometimes it's a mass. Sometimes it's about getting into shape. But when we're talking about pre-competition, Steve, we are literally looking at everybody, including us, wanting to be in the best shape possible. So what can I do to gain myself that edge? That's what you're looking at here, Steve, when you're talking about an oral trend and an our side. So let's talk about oral trend a little bit here, Mobster. And, um, you know, we did – we looked over a lot of information out there. We looked at yeah. experiences of people. Oral trend isn't something that a lot of people use. But if you take a look at them – you can get a pack of 100 tabs, which are each 250 micrograms, for just 50 bucks. So it's pretty cheap. I mean, you can run, you know, let's say you run 500 micrograms of it, right? So then you have 50 days worth of oral trend, which is plenty for 50 bucks. So it's super cheap yeah. to to buy. So, so Mobster, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you have come up with when it comes to oral trend based on others' experiences that we've seen. On paper, oral trend isn't supposed to be that bad, <laughs> you know? And just the way that it's – and I think a lot of the you know, people who have more of a geek background when it comes to the stuff, they'll look at it on paper and they say, yeah, yeah oral trend is not, not that bad. Um, especially, but here's the thing, the dosages that, that you're supposed to run on oral trend, the bodybuilding dosages are way, way, way more than what, you know, is, is healthy. I mean, we're talking about the difference between 25 micrograms a day and 500 micrograms a day, you know, and because oral trend isn't absorbed, you know, as much as other steroids, you know, you have to run a higher dose. But the, the weird thing about it is if you take a look at the research, you take a look at people's own experiences, it is still really rough on the liver, kidneys, yeah. heart, and the other organs as well. So it's, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those interesting ones that are really, it reminds me of anadrol. Anadrol is a DHT derivative. It's not supposed to aromatize into estrogen. And we've talked about anadrol before on these podcasts. But with anadrol, you take it and you still can have tremendous estrogenic side effects because it binds to estrogen. So this is the perfect example of something on paper not doing the same thing as that. So definitely as a female, you want to avoid it. Don't, don't even think about messing them. And as a male, you want to run it for a short amount of time. But we're going to talk about how to run it and we're going to get into different uh, ways to stack it in a, in, in the segment and the next segment. But in the meantime, I want to bring him on. So Mamba has a lot to say about oral trend. He really is yeah. fascinated by it. 
I am. I said it's one of those because it's one of those would I touch it or wouldn't I? And honestly, Steve, I think I've mentioned in a previous podcast what I call about the receptor affinity. What do I mean by that, guys? If we all had the same number of receptors, there would be the small, small deviations, small differences in response. So as an example, right, number one, what occurs to me, uh, the pharmaceutical company to produce it didn't go any further with it. They literally said before the hepatotoxicity, which is essentially the uh, effect on your organs, specifically liver and the kidneys, was so high that they just didn't decide to go any further with the development of the product. Obviously, what we look at as uh, athletes that are wanting to uh, exceed our performance levels, we go, okay, so we won't run it for a long time then. I mean, it's a typical recommendation here, which we'll get into, is, is a very short period of time. Uh, of all the orals, in fact, I would say this is probably the one I'd want to run the shortest outside of perhaps uh, halo testing and or check drops, which for me would be a, a specific check drops in my case, a competition day only. Oral chain, if I was going to use it, Steve, would be two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, probably in the last four weeks running up to a competition. When I look at the responses, something else that occurs to me, and I want to get into that in a second, um, micrograms. It's interesting for me that it is a, an incredibly low dose. So, for example, we, when we talk about testosterone, when we're talking about all the forms of testosterone, it's going to be 200, 300, 400 milligrams. Here we're talking about micrograms. Again, check drops is probably the only other drug that I'm aware of, specifically an oral drug. It's actually, uh, you literally drip it underneath your tongue, sublingual. Uh, so it comes in, in, in liquid form, but you can take it orally. Again, it's a micrograms, uh, which is a fraction of a gram. One, one microgram, one thousandth of a milligram. So it's fascinating for me on that level that it is effective for those that get a great kick from it, specifically pre-workout and for strength. So those last four weeks when your ass is dragging, if you're pre-con, it's bodybuilder, that you're still going to go down the gym and you're still going to have those crazy workouts. But it's a, the, the, the biggest recommendation, Steve, is half a gram, 500 micrograms. And that would be the absolute biggest. The typical is going to be 200 micrograms. So a fifth of a gram. That's how small this is. This is a really, really small amount to get a crazy, crazy kind of workout from you to keep your strength up and whatever else. The, the, the other thing was, and it was interesting enough, one of the users talked about um, upset stomach. And you and I have talked about orals where some, and I think it's sometimes the way that the tablet has been prepared, uh, the form, the, the fillers and the binders and whatever else, if it's encapsulated, for example. But this is one where they said they had a particular sensitivity to oral trend. In, in other words, upset their stomach when they took it. So this is definitely one for the fans. Not everybody's going to like this. And it's definitely one where if you do respond well, uh, the strength guys are going to absolutely love it. They're going to go, do you know what? This was like rocket fuel to me. I, I would, my, I'm, I'm in those last four weeks of strongman competition prep. I should be hanging. I should be tired. I should be worn out. And this is the one that lit a fire under my ass. The same thing, but in a slightly different way, is going to apply to those contest bodybuilders. Guys, when you're in contest prep, your carb depleted, your fat levels are low, there's not much fat in your body because that's the kind of the idea of what you're doing. Your, your training should be almost a drag. It's only the game, the competition, the wanting to win that's getting you through some of those workouts. That's kind of where you should be. I feel, Steve, I'm, I'm one of those ones that says you've got to suffer. 
So this is the one where you're bringing it in. And again, like the strong man, you're, you're lighting an ass. You're, you're lighting a fire under your backside. You're lighting, you're lighting yourself up. You might be hanging for the rest of the day. You might be worn out for the rest of the day. You might feel just as bad as you did before the workout. But this is the one that's going to get you through those workouts and is going to get those last few degrees of muscle to stay where the fuck they are and to get you on stage. It's been said before, Steve, that true contest uh, prep, true contest condition is not a nice physical place to be. It's And sometimes, to a small degree, a not very nice emotional place because you should feel kind of horrible. You should feel kind of dry. You should feel, you kind of feel like, you know, hungry. And that's not nice. Winning is nice. That's what makes the prize. Winning is all. And this is the one that's going to get you, I think, for those users that respond to it really well, it's going to get you through those horrible, nasty last four weeks of competition where you're just sort of like questioning your own sanity. And then you go to a workout and the workout was amazing. You can't believe you just got through that workout. If you respond well, this is going to be that one. As I said, you look at uh, all pharmaceutical companies, you look at why products were developed, the medical reasons. I always say to people, look at the medical reasons why uh, a product was developed, why where it went forward, why it didn't go forward. And this is one of those few where the pharmaceutical company said no, but the athletes, those looking for performance enhancement, those that respond well, yes. But again, warning, a caveat. I think it's going to be about one third to one half of you that will respond well, and regardless of the aggressive nature of the products, versus those of you that go, I don't like it, and have other uses. Anavar, which we're going to get into momentarily combined, is an incredibly popular drug. And you'll be using milligrams of that versus micrograms. So it's interesting for me, if for no other reason, Steve, that is a very, very small amount to produce in those users that respond well, an incredibly positive result. But you have to be aware of the side effects, which we'll address momentarily. Back to you. Yeah, so let's get into Anavar, which is the next one that's part of the stack. Now, Anavar is very different in the oral mm. trembolone. We're going from something that you're going to feel within a few days, lots of side effects, to something you may not feel. You know, uh, really with Anavar, really, uh, I mean, it, it's it's really low side effects, and you yes. can run fifty milligrams a day as a male. And females can even run Anavar. So females can run like five to 10 milligrams. So if you got a girlfriend or a wife, she wants to run some of your Anavar, she can five, five, 10 milligrams a day. The key with Anavar is getting good quality Anavar. And a yes. lot of people over the years, not just have gotten Anavar, which was really Dianable or Anadrol or something else like that. But getting just completely fake Anavar, which doesn't do a thing. So some people over the years have run Anavar and they're like, ah, this doesn't do anything. It, it's a weak steroid. But I assure you, if you get good quality Anavar, 50 milligrams a day, unless you love it. Well, Monster love loves it. Yeah, even a Monster. Yeah. But if you're just like some, you know, just big jopped up meathead who has been running trend for the past five years, and then you go on Anavar, then yeah, I can understand Anavar yes. isn't going to be yeah. anything compared to, to, to a bunch of trend and a bunch of tests on a cycle. But look, my, even at mobster size, he loves Anavar. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that tells you that tells you a lot about it. I don't see anyone running 50 milligrams of real Anavar who doesn't say, yeah, this stuff was great. 
you know, and this stuff was great. So the nice thing about stacking Anovar here is that it's not going to give you a lot of side effects of the oral trend will. So mm-hmm. you, it'll kind of, it'll, it's really good. It makes no sense to stack something that's extremely harsh with something else that's extremely harsh. So look, Anovar at the end of the day, it's a DHT derivative, but it doesn't give you the horrible DHT side effects like the thinning of the head hair. It's not bad when it comes yeah. to that. It's not bad when it comes to the prostate as much as other steroids. It doesn't aromatize into estrogen and it's not very androgenic. So it's got low side effects across the board. And, you know, that's the nice thing about stacking. This is why it makes sense for us to stack it, Monster. So you're a big Anavar uh, fan, Monster. Why don't you talk a little bit about Anavar? Again, if I was a pre-contest uh, bodybuilder versus myself as a strength athlete, here's what I would say, Steve. Um, let's say that a trend for me is something that produces an, an aggression, an energy, a kick up your ass, the, the rocket fuel analogy that I used earlier on. Anavar. One of the negatives, but in this particular example, there's going to be a positive as well, is the pump, right? So Anavar pumps can be horrendous. I've had them. Right? It's one of those ones where we're going to use, and we'll talk about this also, Steve, uh, a product like M2Guard, for, which contains taurine, to deal with the pump. So the negativity, which, I've, which I included, and we could talk about side effects specifically, would be the Anavar pumps, VAR pumps, which I've had in my shins, walk into town, one mile and having to stop three times to rub the pump out. Now, if I'm a pre-contest bodybuilder, NMR for me, along with the trend, is maintaining muscle tissue. So even though I'm dieting down, I'm retaining as much of that hard fought for built-up muscle tissue as much as I possibly can. I'm going to lose a tiny bit. That happens. But what I'm also going to do, and again, like I said earlier on, guys, pre-contest, last few weeks, I should be hanging I should be tired. I should be worn out. I should be, I should feel kind of depleted. And then the trend comes in. The oral trend specifically as a pre-workout drug is going to light me up. It's going to get me into the gym and doing crazy shit. Now, with the VAR pump, Steve, when I'm depleted, even the depleted glycogen, low-carb diet, pre-contest diet, I should still get a nasty pump. So there's a positive, right? You're in that situation, guys. When you're worn out, you're in hard training, you want to be the guy that's fucking trained the hardest, and you're getting a pump, you're getting veins are popping up. The positive reinforcement that comes from that, the feel good, the, the endorphins, the, the exercise high that comes from that that re- response that you're able to see in the mirror when you when your coach or your your buddies or your workout partners going, look at your arms, look at this. That's the kind of situation. That's when the endorphins come in. That's when you go, you know, just for the time that I'm in the gym, I felt good. And the, what this is some sort of, Steve, if you've ever seen those ad hoc workout photographs where some athletes look absolute like monsters in the gym and they're not always able to produce because you're not on stage pumping with dumbbells, you're not squatting. Uh, the, the kind of photographs that we like, that get us to go to the gym and work out the ones that used to appear in the magazines that make you want to go to the gym. I can see oral trend as the workout and VAR as the pumper being the kind of stuff that produces that. There's, that, there's other little tricks you can do, guys, which we can talk about in other podcasts to get the vascularity to pop up when you're depleted. Uh, niacin is a good example. Uh, a small glass of wine, small glass of brandy is used by guys backstage pumping at competitions. But these are the stuff. I can see this combination, Steve, producing that, oh, my God, 
I look like a monster in the gym stuff because you've got the super thin skin, because you're lean, because you're dry, because you're sub 8%, we're getting down to 6% and 5%. And this is the stuff that's going to get you through those workouts and going to give you a pump. You should look, if everything else is on point, ungodly. You should wake up, you go to the gym tired, you, you have your workout, you, you take these two and you look at him, oh my God, what, who, who is this person? Oh, it's me. Wow. That's what you're looking for. And that's the kind of edge that I'd want. I think pumps me as a strength athlete i'd use it differently but if i was a bodybuilder the pump here would carry me the pump would make me feel amazing the 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 trend for me would light my ass up it would get me down there and get me do the crazy stuff especially as i say when you're depleted when you're tired when you're worn out when you're kind of hanging as you should be so this combination again i thought it's is it doesn't it's not really that toxic at all steve and you know, again, for me, it was always a muscle retainer. I know I've, I've only ever gained a few pounds on it, but I wasn't competing as a bodybuilder. But it, so both of those would keep the muscle on me. One as a workout, lights you up, gets your brain in the right place, and the other one to give you that nasty pump. And if you can get that light in the gym and a buddy to take some photographs. Here's a quick one for you, Steve, and slightly off topic. Why? I, I kind of understand why, but this is when you should take photographs. Guys, when you look like this, get your buddy to take pictures because you're tired. You're just thinking about the competition. Trust me, this is a time you should be taking photographs. Super lean, kick-ass mode. You don't give a monkey's about the camera. You're getting that nasty pump. The veins are popping. Take the pictures. These are the photographs because you're not in the mood. These are the ones you want to look back at and go, did I look like that? This is crazy. Again, everything else as it should be. This is a result I think I'd be looking for, Steve, if I was a pre-contest bodybuilder. All right, let's talk about how to stack these. So Momster touched and I touched on some dosing earlier. So yeah. if you were to run Oral Trend solo, you would probably want to run it around 500 micrograms or half a milligram, right? But... And then same with Anavar. If you were to run Anavar solo, you probably run, run, want to run it as a male, 50 or 60 milligrams a day. So I think stacking it because of this situation, I think a smart idea would be to kind of run a cycle like this, would be to get on the oral trend, 250 micrograms, get on the Anavar around 30 or 40 milligrams, and then run those together for like three weeks okay now if you're still doing good and the side effects aren't bad you can go another week go to four weeks but if the yeah. side effects are bad just go ahead and drop the oral trend but keep the anavar going another couple weeks so that's that's i think that i think might be a good strategy to stack these two together and i think the result i'm gonna let my officer in he can kind of give you his stacking idea but i think yeah. i think the results from the stack will be Pretty simple. You'll get you're gonna get hard as fuck. You're gonna get yes. strong as fuck. You're gonna get vascular as fuck. You're gonna have yes. crazy ass pumps. And we're gonna get into pumps on the next segment, how to how to help with the pumps. Um, when it comes to these, you're gonna feel like an absolute animal in the gym. But the thing is, too, another problem you might feel, which is a side effect, is you'll feel fatigued outside the gym, and then when you're in the oh, gym, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'll be an animal. So we'll get into how to help with the fatigue as well. But, Mom, sir, what's your idea of stacking these two together? What would be your way to do it? 
I agree with you, Steve. I'm looking two to four weeks. Is something that uh, to clarify, guys. Competition diets, competition cycles, kind of vary, and they should. Right, what, where you are, sixteen weeks out, is not where you want to be two weeks out, a week out. Uh, Dorian Yates talked about being ready one to two weeks, say ten days from pre-competition. I want to look like what I was supposed to be like on stage because I can play around with my condition up and down, just tweak a few small things. But Dorian was a very analytical, very logical kind of bodybuilder. Most of us, as I mentioned earlier on, super tired, whether it's strength training or bodybuilding. And this is why we have, especially with the bodybuilders, and to a lesser degree, the strength athletes, coaches, prep gurus. Right? What, does a, what does a prep guru do? Honestly, in terms of the information, what we've got on this podcast, what's online and available to you through, through the family of podcasts that we produce, is all the information you're going to need. The reality is, you're tired, that you're depleted, that you are in less than best mental condition because you are, as Steve said, in the gym, you're a god. Outside the gym, all you want to do is, all you should want to do is lay down. I, 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 for me, and I think if you ask a lot of top bodybuilders, how they felt when they looked their best was negative before winning tired, worn out, my joints ached, my skin was super thin, I could only eat this, I could only eat that. It's negative. Positive is winning. Instantly, the negative goes away. It disappears. So what happens pre-contest with a guru, with a prep coach, with someone that knows your body, is that they will be managing to look at you in a way because they're analytical. They, they can step away from you. They can look at you and go, do you know what? You're ready now. All we got to do is hold this condition. And that's where you that's where you can especially with these two these two as a combination, Steve, that's when you can go from two weeks to three weeks to four weeks. Do we need to stay in this place where you look amazing? Do we want this look for the stage? Do we need to drop some more water? That's what that person's doing for you. That's the reason why you've got prep coach. Now, in because of that, and because of the flexibility of these two, that's the reason why we can change the length of time. Do we need to stay on? Is it four weeks to the competition and I want you to still be training hard up until a week out? Can, can, what can we tweak? And this is where these things are like that. Now, from a strength athlete point of view, not a bodybuilding point of view, for me, this would be run right away up to the day of the competition. The day before I'm not training, uh, the fact two or three days before I'm not training, I'm completely recovering. I'm getting massages. I'm having hot baths. I'm going to bed early and I am filling myself up on food, especially as for me, Steve, uh, I'm not weight restricted because I'm way too heavy for any of the weight classes. Therefore, I'm not worried about making weight. And therefore, for me, this I would just be filling up my carbs and uh, plenty of protein and recovering from all those horrible, horrible workouts. But I would run this to the dead of competition because I want to come into the competition like an animal. In fact, if you think about it, Steve, from a strength athlete point of view, the workout is it. Because literally, it's the lifting of the weights. This, for me, if I was running this, would be run to the day of the competition because I want to be a All right, so let's hit side effects now. Um, yeah. And listen, on this one, you're definitely going to have side effects. Now, I talked about in the last couple segments about fatigue. And a lot of people complain about fatigue. They come on the forum. They're like, oh, I'm running this. I'm running that. I'm getting fatigued. So on this one, oral trend, you're definitely going to get fatigue issues. So I found with fatigue, the key with fatigue is try to get in your workouts early in the morning. Okay, this is my tip when it comes to fatigue. This is what, what I found works for me. 
Now, if your schedule permits, try to get in a good workout in the morning. Try to go to bed a little earlier. Try to get more sleep. Your body is under a lot of stress. Your body is saying, what are you doing to me? I can't handle this. So it's a really good idea to go to sleep a little earlier and then wake up in the morning. You've got the most energy you're going to have after a long period of rest. So get in your workout early in the morning. And then if you can, come home and take a nap and then go ahead and go to work. But if you have to go directly to work, then that's fine. Just go to work, but try to get go to sleep maybe one or two hours earlier. But if you can get a nap after your workout, that's going to help the fatigue and that will kind of recharge you before you have to have your normal work day. But just remember, you're going to feel like this when you're on the oral trend. So if you're only running the oral trend as you should three or four weeks, you're just going to have to push through it. Another thing, another tip when it comes to oral trend, I think, is spreading out your carbs. And a lot of people react very positively to getting carbs in their in their diet when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to energy levels. So I think it's also important to get in, get in a lot of carbs. Now, <clears throat> another side effect you're going to experience is pumps. You're definitely going to get it just from the Anavar. And the dreaded Anavar pumps, especially in the lower back. You can experience it with cardio. You can experience it with weight trading. So with, with that, taurine is a really good option for you. And a product, N2Guard, has taurine already in it. It has electrolytes. It's got minerals, vitamins. So it's going to help with those pumps. It's not going to take away your pumps because you don't want to take away your pumps. You want some pumps. You just don't yeah, want yeah. pumps where it destroys your workout. Yeah. And you're like on the ground at the gym and people are looking at you like you're having a stroke or something. <laughs> so I think those two helps. And then the N2Guard will also help with the fatigue because it's going to give you, it's got a lot of important ingredients to help with all your organs. So when your liver is under a lot of stress, when your kidneys are under a lot of stress, you're going to get fatigue. You know, that's just how it is. So you've got to kind of push yourself through it. You know, when it when it comes to this. So, Mobster, please give us your side effects that people can expect and give us some final tips before you take us into the disclaimer. Steve touched on it at the very beginning when it comes to trends, specifically oral trends. Uh, if, you, if you are one of those guys uh, that's uh, got a history in a family of malpatent baldness, avoid uh, because basically you might end up with problems. Uh, and again, this is dose dependent, guys. So, you know, if you if there is the case, you're rolling the dice, in my opinion. And so that's an awful lot of professional bodybuilders shave their head hair. Uh, and fortunately, again, they got the genetics, so you'll see sometimes their hair recovers. Otherwise, you'll see it shave for the rest of their life. There's a reason for that. We, in terms of lipid toxicity, listen, oral steroids, and to some degree, some uh, injectable steroids, they're always going to cause problems. You're pushing your body. You're asking your body, chemically speaking, to go to a place that it wouldn't normally go to because you're using way above the levels that your body would normally produce. And you're doing crazy shit in the gym. You're dieting down to under 10% body fat. You're doing lots of cardio. You're trying to get into an unnatural state of looking ungodly and ripped and dry and gnarly and horrible, but freaky in a good way on stage, but this isn't natural. And to do that, you're pushing the body. You're pushing your joints. You're pushing the connective tissue. You're, you're, you're trying to retain muscle while you're dieting. And all these other crazy things. And at the same time, you're putting stress on your liver and your kidneys. So what do we do? We, we either 
mitigate the dosaging. We don't do long cycles. This is all sensible stuff. And of course, as best we possibly can, as best we possibly can, uh, we, we negate those effects with uh, N2GAR and products like it. So yeah, we're looking to look after ourselves, guys. That's the reason why we do this podcast. We want you to get into shape. We want you to kick ass. We want you to put your hand on the trophy. But at the same time, we're looking to negate as much as we possibly can any of the negative side effects, and especially the negative effects that any sort of cycle does, specifically oral cycles, on your body. So we recommend these products because we want your health to be important, and we want you to recover. Keep that in mind. As always, please note, we are not doctors and the opinions on the shows are hours and hours alone. It's our view and it's based on our experience and views on the topic. I podcast them for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.